Two thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? You could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable so you can run the big appliances like your fridge even longer. Best of all, this new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans trust Patriot Power Generators. Go to 4 slash Lisa to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. Go to 4 slash Lisa. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Well, they finally did it. The Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg is indicting Donald Trump. This is the first time in American history this has ever happened. Truly unprecedented move from the Manhattan District Attorney's Office. And this is just one of the four criminal investigations that Donald Trump is facing. He's facing another investigation out of Georgia pertaining to the 2020 election. He's also facing two federal investigations. And this just feels like a red line has been crossed. That the America that we have always loved, this constitutional republic, which made America so different than other countries, that it's dead. That the rule of law is over in America, that the fabric of this nation has been eroded. So what does this mean for the country? What does this mean for the former president? And where is this all going? You know, is it now open season for Soros backed DAs across the country to wage political persecutions against conservatives? We turn to Mike Davis. He's been on the show before. He's the former chief counsel for nominations to then Senate Judiciary Chairman Chuck Grassley. He's also the founder and the president of the Article 3 Project. He's worked in all three branches of the federal government. Before all that, he worked for 10 years as a civil litigator in Denver. He does a great job breaking all of this down. So we turn to him at this dire hour this dire news cycle, uh, and what is going to change the country forever. Stay tuned for Mike Davis. Mike, thanks so much for coming on the show today. I know that you've got a busy schedule because, you know, they finally did it. They indicted Donald Trump. First time in American history, a former president has uh, been indicted. We don't have all the details yet because the indictment has not been unsealed. But, you know, what do you make of what you've read, what you've heard so far about the indictment? The Democrats have crossed the Rubicon with this indictment by George Soros funded Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg. These are bogus, trumped up charges against President Trump for settling a nuisance claim back in 2016. It is very common for wealthy business people to settle nuisance claims uh, to make claims go away. And that's exactly what they're alleging Trump did here. Uh, the, the This Alvin Bragg, when he worked for the New York Attorney General, he pushed the prior Manhattan DA 
to decline these charges. The Manhattan U.S. attorney declined these charges and the Federal Election Commission declined these charges. But then Alvin Bragg ran for office as Manhattan DA. He took a million dollars from George Soros. And now he's George Soros's puppet prosecutor, apparently, because uh, I don't know how he goes from pushing to decline these charges before to somehow these charges got better. And you're going to bring a what is at best a books and records misdemeanor where the statute of limitations would have expired after two years in 2018. And you're going to transform this somehow by bootstrapping federal election law with New York law and charging a federal uh, charging a state felony under federal election law in New York. And somehow for something that happened seven years ago, beyond the five year statute of limitations for a felony, this is a pure political hit job on Trump. This is part of the Democrats lawfare against Trump. They're, they're doing lawfare with uh, Garland special counsel, Jack Smith, looking at the non-crime of a former president having his presidential records in the office of former president, which is allowed by the Presidential Records Act. You also have the Democrat DA in Fulton County, Fannie Willis, looking at the non-crime of a president objecting to a presidential election and having uh, and lobbying others to object. That is, uh, uh, that is allowed by the Electoral Count of 1887, along with the First Amendment. And Jack Smith also looking at this objection as part of his federal probe. These are all Democrat prosecutions. They fear they can't beat President Trump in the polls, so they simply want to indict him. As you mentioned, I mean, he, he's facing a, a couple federal investigations, uh, as you pointed out, also a uh, an investigation in Fulton County, Georgia as well. How much money does it cost to fight two state federal investigations like this? Well, it's millions of dollars. Not only is it you know, millions of dollars, tens of millions of dollars for Trump, which, you know, is unfair, but he's a billionaire. He can afford this. Just think about the resources that are being diverted from these DA's offices. We have the Manhattan DA. He has several, many of his prosecutors focused on this non-crime trumped up charges against President Trump instead of the rapists and murderers and carjackers and burglars and robbers and the people who are violent criminals destroying Manhattan, he has the prosecutors focused on Trump. You also have the the New York Police Department, the state police, the federal police, including the Secret Service, who have to divert so many resources to protect Alvin Bragg, to protect his prosecutors, to protect his office, to protect President Trump when he comes and goes. This is a major diversion of law enforcement resources, limited finite law enforcement resources. This shows horrific judgments on the part of Alvin Bragg. Same thing down in Fulton County, same thing with the special counsel, Jack Smith. This is, Democrats are more concerned about going after Trump for non-crimes than protecting everyday Americans from violent crimes. I always say that if President Trump beat the hell out of an old Asian woman on the subway, instead of paying off a stripper to go away, Alvin Bragg would not be prosecuting him. Well, yeah, I mean, Alvin Bragg reduced 52 percent of all felony charges to misdemeanors last year. And now he's trying to elevate maybe a misdemeanor to a felony. You had mentioned the statute of limitations. It's been reported that Trump's team is potentially preparing to file motions to dismiss based on the statute of limitations, a variety of other overreaches that we see here. Does he have grounds to do that, considering the bookkeeping entry and the transaction at issue dates back to October 2016? 
I mean, yes, these are they should file a motion to challenge the sufficiency of the indictment on legal grounds that it's that there's not a crime here, that this this legal theory that Alvin Alvin Bragg is using here is garbage. It's nonsense. It was rejected by Bragg himself. It was rejected by the prior Manhattan DA. It was rejected by the U.S. Attorney's Office in Manhattan. It was rejected by the FEC, the Federal Election Commission. So they should absolutely file a motion to dismiss the, the, the indictment on those grounds. Also on the statute of limitations, like you said, there's a two-year statute of limitations for misdemeanors. There's a five-year statute of limitations in New York for felonies. Here's the problem, though, Lisa, is we haven't had a Republican governor in New York since, what, Pataki? I, I can't even remember the last time we had a Republican governor. So all of these judges at every level are appointed by Democrats. They're left-wing radical judges, right? They're not fair judges. Trump is not going to get a fair trial anywhere in New York, particularly not in Manhattan. Well, and that's the issue is, you know, objectively, we could say this is ridiculous. None of this makes sense. It's beyond the statute of limitations. But to your point, you know, he's facing these charges in a liberal state like New York, which, you know, really isn't America anymore. But but it speaks to sort of the broader concern with the rule of law in America. I mean, it has become so politicized where, you know, the rule of law really doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, I mean, that, that's the problem. This is all by plan. These George Soros-funded prosecutors, these leftists, this is all working out to plan. They're trying to destroy our country. These are, this. I always say this, this is not our, Demo- uh, this is not our parents or grandparents' Democrat Party. These are not liberals who love America and just disagree with conservatives on the best way to get there. These are leftists. These are Marxists. They hate America. They hate equality. They believe in equity. They hate due process. They believe... And me too, they hate free speech. They believe in censorship. They hate America. They're trying to divide and conquer our country. They've crossed the Rubicon here. There's nothing more divisive than bringing bogus political charges against your political enemies. And that's what they've done with Trump. I don't know how we go back from this. I don't know how we go back from this. I'll tell you what I think needs to happen is, and and I think Republican state uh, attorneys general, Republican DAs, Republican prosecutors, need to give Democrats a healthy dose of their own medicine, find charges against these Democrats, charge them, indict them, and then this tit-for-tat should end immediately. Give Democrats, uh, uh, you know, I always say two wrongs don't make it right, but it makes it even. If you don't, Democrats only respect power. If you don't use power against them, they're going to run all over us. So I, I hope these Republican attorneys general, maybe in Texas or Florida or one of these other states can find Hunter Biden's sleazy, illegal, corrupt deals on oil and gas that touch their state and go after it. Quick commercial break. More with Mike Davis. Two thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. You could be one of them sitting in the dark and cold for hours, for days, maybe even weeks. Are you ready to protect your family? You could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. Folks say this new solar generator from 4Patriots is worth its weight in gold. Why? Because this generator has double the capacity and is expandable so you can run the big appliances like your fridge even longer. Or other devices like an electric blanket, microwave, RV air conditioner, or even an electric wheelchair. You also get 12 outlets, including four AC outlets so you can power more devices at once. And two USB-C outlets, which can charge your phone 20 times faster than a regular plug. Best of all, this new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans trust Patriot Power Generators. Go to 4Patriots.com slash Lisa to get your solar generator now. 
You'll even get a solar panel included free. Go to fourpatriots.com slash Lisa. From football playoffs to basketball madness, TCL Roku TVs are the best way to stream your favorite live sports. With all the biggest sports channels, a sports zone with all available games in one place, and apps like iHeartRadio with sports podcasts such as The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Cheering on your favorite team has never been easier. A big screen TCL Roku TV offers premium picture and sound quality, so you'll feel like you're right in the action. Find the perfect TCL Roku TV for you today at Amazon.com. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Do you think it ends it or, or do you think we just continue to go down a road of, you know, looking like a banana republic or, or, or some of these countries where political opponents are sort of routinely jailed? It's all it's already done. It's done. It's done. The Democrats have crossed the Rubicon. Right. So if we don't if we don't fight back now and fight back hard and make this go away, this will never stop. We did this with the Kavanaugh confirmation. Remember, they brought six bogus allegations against Kavanaugh, essentially that he was a serial gang rapist in his teenage years, even though he testified before the committee where I was the chief counsel for nominations that he was a virgin well into his 20s. They did this, this the same stupid thing that they did uh, to Kavanaugh they're doing now. They brought out Michael Avenatti's stupid, bogus allegation first, and that undermines the other five. Alvin Bragg brought out his stupid indictment first, and it's undermining uh, the other two with with Jack Smith and Fannie Willis, but again, if you the reason we were able to stop that Me Too nonsense with the Kavanaugh fight is we punched back hard, right? We gave them a dose of their own medicine. We fought back. We didn't just roll over and play dead because that's what they expect Republicans to do. Because Republicans traditionally are weak and stupid and they just roll over. I always say that they're the string orchestra on the Titanic, right? They just, they want to look majestic as the, as the Titanic is going down. Our country is going to hell. We like, you don't come back from indicting a political opponent who's running for president, a former president and potentially future president. This is, this, this is, this is unacceptable what the Democrats have done. This is a red line and they're going to keep doing it until we punch back. I, I don't disagree. I think it's just it's hard to digest sort of the country that we love and realizing that it's probably over. You know, you mentioned Kavanaugh. I mean, I went Mortal Kombat on TV over that because I just felt it in my gut that it was just so fundamentally wrong to try to smear an obviously innocent man for, you know, purely political reasons, but that sort of underscores who we're dealing with from the left. So what are the next steps here? So, you know, Governor DeSantis has said that Florida is not going to aid in the extradition of, of Donald Trump. Do you expect a fight there or, or do you think he will voluntarily surrender? Look, I am a huge Trump fan. I'm supporting Trump for president. I'm also a huge DeSantis fan. I would love to see a Trump DeSantis ticket. I think what DeSantis is doing here is hugely important. It sends a very strong message that you're not going to treat people like this in America, even potentially my 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 political enemy and Donald Trump. So I, I congratulate DeSantis for what he did. It's an important 
message. I don't think it's going to get to that. It sounds like Trump's going to surrender to the Manhattan DA's office on maybe Monday or Tuesday. I haven't talked to President Trump. I haven't talked to his lawyers about this. This is just the news reports that I've seen. But it sounds like he's going to surrender. But I'm I'm very happy and proud of Governor DeSantis for making that stand. We've gone over some of the other criminal probes that he's facing. What kind of you know real legal liability does he face in those? Where they may try to get Trump is obstruction on the documents case in Mar-a-Lago. They may say, look, the pre- presidents, former president, presidents have the absolute right to classify and take any presidential record they want when they leave office. That's why Congress gives former presidents staff, federally funded staff with security clearances, secure office space called SCIFs, secure, secure compartment and information facilities to look at classified documents. They get Secret Service protection that guards the, the people in the records. President Trump did absolutely nothing wrong by having those classified records in the office of the former president, Mar-a-Lago. He actually used that office when he was the president of the United States. So they don't even know if President Trump took those records when he left office or he had them there when he was president, when he used the office as president. Just They just stayed there. They have no idea. But regardless, he's allowed to have those records under the Presidential Records Act. The Presidential Records Act includes any documents created or received by the president and his staff, and that includes classified documents. So there's it's just a bogus uh, investigation, pretextual investigation they used to go after Trump. And so what they did was when, when they went down there and did those illegal, unprecedented, unconstitutional home raid on Trump for, the, for this non-crime of having these presidential records classified or not, they stuck an affidavit in front of one of Trump's lawyers' faces and he signed it. Well, they're going to say that they found records after he signed this affidavit, and so therefore it could be obstruction of justice. That's that's their strongest case. But the problem is, is we don't know that this attorney probably just made a good faith effort in the chaos and signed this thing. There's no evidence that he intended to lie or to obstruct justice with this thing. And the bigger issue is, is you, there's an OLC memo, Office of Legal Counsel memo in the, in the Justice Department. It's binding on prosecutors. It's binding on the Justice Department that generally you cannot charge obstruction of justice if the underlying conduct was not a crime. So that you can't obstruct an investigation into a non-crime, and that's exactly what they're looking at with this Mar-a-Lago rating. Let's compare what they did with Trump versus Biden. The Biden Justice Department learned that that then-Vice President Joe Biden stole classified records from the Obama White House, clearly espionage. He didn't have the right to have this under the Presidential Records Act. He didn't have lifetime Secret Service protection to protect these documents. He didn't get federally funded staff, secure office space. Biden had several different classified sets of classified documents in several different locations, and there's evidence he actually used those records. Hunter Biden used those records, those classified records, to get uh, to secure his illegal deals in Ukraine and China. Miranda Devine reported on that from the New York Post, right? What did the Biden Justice Department do? They didn't send in a home raid. They covered this up for two months, right? And they didn't even have the FBI go look for these documents. They let Biden's attorneys do the search for these documents. And Biden's attorneys represented to the Biden Justice Department that they that they turned over these records, right? And then the FBI went in after Garland got hell over this and appointed a special counsel, Robert Kerr. The FBI went in and did a search. They found classified documents after Biden's attorneys 
represented they did a diligent search. How is that different from Trump's attorney signing the affidavit? How is that not obstruction of justice? So if they go after Trump for obstruction of justice, for documents he was allowed to have, how did they not go after Biden for espionage and and obstruction of justice for documents he was not allowed to have? Well, you know, and uh, allegedly documents from his or classified documents from his uh, time in the Senate, which would take some serious effort to try to remove from a skiff where you have to you know, sign in, you have to review the documents, you know, in a secure area, you sign out, you're supposed to like turn in your phone, you know, like there's multiple layers of security. So, I mean, you would have to actually like legitimately try to steal them versus just some sort of accidental, uh, you know, mistake. But, you know, how how concerned are you about, you know, what's happening in the special grand jury probe in, in Fulton County? I think that's a complete joke. I think this Fulton, I do think that this is all orchestrated and they're going to try to indict with all three investigations. I think they're going to try to, but I just didn't think it would come in this order. I thought that they would come with their strongest case first and then bring the weakest case, the Manhattan DA case, last. But what they've done is this buffoon Manhattan DA, Alvin Bragg, brought his case first, and it's going to undermine the credibility of all the subsequent investigations. Again, like Michael Avenatti did with Dewey Swetnick during the Kavanaugh thing, he came forward with his buffoonery and undermined the credibility of the five other people who came forward. They were all not telling the truth, but uh, Michael Avenatti's uh, allegations were the most buffoon uh, but most buffoonery, just like Alvin Bragg. So, uh, you know, I, I expect indictments in all three of these matters. I, I, I think the Democrats are helping on getting Trump. That they, uh, in in Bragg's case, this is good for him politically in Manhattan. The left wing lunatics, the limousine liberals in Manhattan, will be very happy. They'll be in their coffee shops with their COVID masks on. Uh, you'll be able to, uh, you know, they'll be smiling under their COVID mask from ear to ear as they're sipping their lattes. But it's very bad for the Democrat Party nationwide, and more, most importantly, it's bad for our country. It's really bad for our, our republic. This is very damaging when you have a politicized and weaponized justice system. This is third world Marxist hellhole, banana republic level stuff. I totally agree. Uh, you know, whatever people think about Trump, this is the end of the republic type stuff. Is he going to face jail time or are we, you know, is this just going to be, you know, sort of what kind of legal liability is you truly facing here with all this stuff? Well, I mean, if you have a crazy judge, which he may have, you have a crazy jury in Manhattan, which he'll likely have and they convict him. It will take a long time for this to get through the appellate process. And you have all these Democrat appointed uh, trial court judges and appellate court judges and, and in New York, their Supreme Court's called the New York Court of Appeals. All these judges are Democrat appointed, right? So it's going to be a long slog. Here's the issue. Under federal statutes, the Secret Service has a, the Congress commands that the Secret Service protect former presidents for the rest of their lives. And that's, that's, that's by statute. So they're going to have an issue where if you want to try to jail a former president, that's going to run right into this federal statute saying Secret Service has to protect him. So what are they going to do? Put the put the Secret Service agents in his jail cell with him in his in his uh, New York uh, you know cell block? That's just that's just not feasible that they can do that. I don't. I mean, this is this is why it's so reckless what the Democrats are doing here. What Alvin Bragg is doing here, they're creating a constitutional crisis. They're creating an unnecessary crisis because they are so 
Trump deranged. They're so power hungry. They want to do whatever it takes to get Trump and they don't care about their country. I mean, it's very obvious they don't care about their country. When you're taking a million dollars from George Soros, who hates America, this Marxist who hates America, who's been funding BLM and Antifa and, and chaos and division for the last four or five years, why why would you think that George Soros is a good man? He's not. He's clearly un-American. He clearly does not believe in American ideals. He clearly doesn't want to follow the Constitution. He's a scumbag. And he just proved that by indicting President Trump. I mean, I think he's evil. I mean, I think that the left is is evil in this country as evidenced by, you know, everything we've laid out throughout this conversation. And it also keeps good people out of politics because you're, you're going to have a lot of people that might consider running for office saying what's happened to Donald Trump saying, I don't need this in my life. And I truly think that, you know, Donald Trump ran in 2016 because I, I do believe that he loves his country. I believe he's a patriot. He didn't have to. He's probably I mean, he's most definitely you know, probably the only guy who left the office who's worse off than he was before uh, going into it. You know, all these guys go into being president, go on to, you know, make all this money. If you look at Bush, if you look at Obama. So, you know, it's sadly going to keep a a lot of good potential conservative candidates saying, you know, the hell with this. I don't want to deal with this nonsense. And and that's the plan. I mean, that's that's the look, this is all I this is again. These are Marxists. These are leftists. These are not liberals. These are not Democrats. This is these are these people are so destructive. Their goal of their god is power because they don't believe in God. So their goal of their god is power on earth. Their religion or their strategy for their goal or their god of power on earth is Marxism. They can't talk about their Marxism because that's not very popular. So they use these subversive uh, tactics or religious sects, and that's racial division with blm that's gender chaos with me too and with pronouns and transgender ideology it's the covidians trying to destroy our country destroy our bonds they don't want us to have uh, any faith in our country they don't want us to have religion they don't want us to have family those are bonds that the marxists have been trying to break for a hundred years they want us to be beholden to the state and they're marxist here's what's so problematic and so dangerous about marxism over the last hundred years of Marxism, there have been a hundred million people have died, and so these Democrats, uh, you know, these 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 never Trump Republicans, these liberals who you know who think that once they go after Trump, they're going to stop. They're crazy. They're going to they're going to go after Trump. They're going to go after DeSantis. They're going to go after Nikki Haley. They're going to go after every single Republican. They're going to go after the Democrats. There's, they're going to go after so many people that there's not any people. There are there are not any people left. No, I mean, I don't think this stops with, you know, and we already saw that, right? I mean, we saw the Department of Justice label good parents as domestic terrorists. I mean, we we saw them go after uh, pro-life Catholics, uh, arrest, you know, people in front of their their kids. So this doesn't stop with Trump. He has previously said that he's, you know, they're not trying to get to him. They're trying to get to us. And it's true. And that's, you know, the direction that we are heading in. Is there any way to, to put the genie back in the bottle? Is there any way to, to get the rule of law back in this country? I mean, is there anything we can do? Well, there are two things we can do. We need to uh, we need to elect Republicans at every level. There's a uh, there's a, a state Supreme Court race in Wisconsin coming up that will determine the control of the Supreme Court there whether it's conservative four to three or liberal four to three, and that's going to decide whether people have the right to speak to worship, uh, you know, to associate. That's an important race up there to keep and bear arms, to protect your your families and yourselves. That's an important race, but people need to go out and vote. Uh, and 
I really do think these Republican AGs and DAs and prosecutors need to give Democrats a healthy dose of their own medicine. The only way you're going to stop this is by indicting Democrats for their real crimes. There's, I mean, there's smoking gun evidence in the form of subpoenaed bank records from House Oversight Committee Chairman James Comer that the Bidens took at least a million dollars from the CCP just on those deals that he's looking at there. They took a hell of a lot more than that. There is smoking gun evidence that President Biden is compromised, corrupted by these illegal deals in China and Ukraine, the two most problematic areas in the world right now with Russia and China. And we're, we're going to turn a blind eye to this. We're going to turn a blind eye to clear corruption of the Biden family, compromise of the Biden family. We're going to turn a blind eye to uh, Catholic churches, pro-life, uh, pro-life crisis pregnancy centers, uh, even Supreme Court justices and their families being terrorized by these abortion activists. But we're going to go after Christians praying outside of abortion clinics. It's un- like you talked about the the, the, the the we talked about the parents of Loudoun County being uh, have the F- uh, Garland sick and the FBI after them. We have a weaponized, politicized, and weaponized justice system at every level. This is not sustainable as a country. Our country is going to fall apart unless we do something about this now. And that means getting out and voting. It means Republican prosecutors fighting back. It it means House Republicans on the Judiciary Committee and the Weaponization Committee uh, really ramping up their efforts. Mike Davis, I, I totally agree with everything you just laid out. And, you know, just pray for the country. Just pray for the direction we're heading and just pray that people get brave and we can get our country back. Uh, appreciate your time. Thanks so much for breaking this all down for us. We, we truly appreciate it. Uh, always love having you on and uh, just appreciate your time. Thank you, Lisa. That was Mike Davis breaking down the Trump indictment uh, and, and what it means for the country. Uh, you know, we know it's not good. Pray for the country and pray that people get brave out there and that, you know, we can turn this thing around. Um, I want to thank you guys for listening to the show every Monday and Thursday, but you can listen throughout the week. Please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Give us a rating. I want to thank John Cassio, my producer, for putting the show together. Until next time. Two thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? You could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable so you can run the big appliances like your fridge even longer. Best of all, this new solar generator is fume free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans trust Patriot Power Generators. Go to fourpatriots.com slash Lisa to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. Go to fourpatriots.com Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. 
Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club.